Mother's Day, but um, I was thinking the other day, it just dawned on me. I'm like, man, okay, because I don't, I'm not a real birthday guy. I mean, I had to put my kid's birthday in my phone so I don't forget them. <laughs> I'm being serious. And, and, uh, but I'm like, man, I'm going to be 60 years old. I'm like, when did that happen? It's like, man, when 60 years old, where was I when I turned 60 years old? I mean, on, on the planet for that long? And I know some people are going, I mean, I'm way older than that. But, but it's like, man, it, it just hit me in the face. Man, you're going to be 60 years old? I'm, I'm going to retire. <laughs> and, then, and then the bad thing is I got, I got, I got my uh, social security thing in the mail. And I'm like, oh, AR, AARP stalks me. And, and then now I'm getting social security stuff. I, I better get it before it goes away. Everybody say amen. amen. But anyway, that's happy Mother's Day. I don't have a Mother's Day message because you guys know me and I just kind of do what God says. But uh, I do thank God for all the mothers, and, and um, I got a great mom, and I uh, thank God for her. So, uh, Psalm 16, let me read some Bible when I get you out. Uh, um, what was I, I, I was kind of thinking that, okay, there's a few things in life that I kind of live by that's gotten me through. Uh, they're kind of like my own proverbs. I made them up, all right? And, and one of them is, is, I'm never too high, I'm never too low. I, I'm all, I always try to stay in the middle because too high, you can't maintain it. Life has too many troubles. Everybody say amen to that. And when, you're, when you do what I do, and I, and I get a lot of phone calls, because uh, uh, there's another group out there that I pastor, and, and, uh, and man, they never, they never call me and go, hey, everything's going great. They always call, and, and they call with, with, with turmoil and trouble. And so what I had to do is kind of click on my mechanisms because you got empathy and you have sympathy. Empathy is, is I, I understand what you're going through and I have feelings for you and I'll help you out. But sympathy is, is uh, uh, man, I feel what you feel and it's starting to affect me too. I can't let things affect me. I have to act like a screen door and let it blow to God. Let it blow through me to where it belongs. Understanding I can't fix anybody's problems. Everybody say amen. amen. I can loan you a few dollars if you're broke. I can do that. But I'm saying, but other than, I mean, the major things that people call about and, and we talk about it uh, are beyond my pay grade, all right? So it's like, uh, uh, I'm never too high because life won't keep it up there, you know? Because if you're, if you're high, then that means that everything in life is going pretty good. And, and let me tell you something, it will never, you will never maintain that. Because life has that roller coaster effect. The moment, some moments is great, then all of a sudden it's, oh, you're going downhill. I don't ride roller coasters no more. I think if you get over 50 years old, you shouldn't. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm just not getting on the roller coaster. They're just not fun. It's not fun with my with this part down up in my, in my road. It's not fun. And so it's like you know, I, I, life is like that. It's, it won't. You can't maintain this level of high. But then another thing is you don't want to be so low. You know, you don't want life to just beat you down so bad that you. You're on the ground, you're, you're, you're only an inch from the ground. You can't even make, you can't stand up straight, you can't make it. I've lived by this, this term of just staying in the middle. Amen. It's called being level. Because you know where the fight is? It's in your head. Mm -hmm. Everything is what you think. No, people go, no, circumstances affect me. No, it don't. It's what you think about the circumstances that affect you. 
Amen. So it's like what affects me is, is, is not situations. That's just called life. But how I think about the situations, that's, that's where my trouble comes. So it's like, man, I'm never too high. Oh, hallelujah. You ever talk to somebody and, and, and you go ask them how they're doing? And they're like, oh, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Oh, the love, love of the Lord is all. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. But you ever ask somebody how they were doing and they tell you, oh, life really just. You know, this is what I, I, I do this experiment, right? I'm, I, I always think when people ask strangers, hey, how, how are you? I, nobody ever says they're doing bad. <laughs> so here it is. Next time someone asks you, hey, how you doing? Tell them, oh, man, life stinks. <laughs> See what they do. They're going to go, oh, that's good. All right, have a good day. You know what I mean? Nobody, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. And so, I, I, so I'm like, next time somebody asks me, hey, how are you? I'm going to go, man, let me tell you something. My dog got ran over the other day. My tractor just broke. And then my truck is in the shop. And then my wife left me. And then my kids are just bad. <laughs> See what they do. <laughs> okay, I'm being silly. But so my thing is, my point is that we got to stay in the middle. Amen. Never too high. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Never too low. Oh, God doesn't love me, doesn't love me. It's in the middle. Amen. All right, all right. And the only way we can do that is because we have to understand our relationship with the Father. Another thing, another proverb I live by is the same thing that makes you, breaks you, meaning this. I always tell Julian, my poor son, I always tell Julian, if Julian focuses, you got to stay focused. If he focuses, he's on the honor roll. The minute he loses focus, he's getting Fs. See, if if you can, focusing is your thing. It will make you, it will break you if you don't. Mine is caring. I'm going to be honest, I'm not the most caring (laughs) <laughs> you catch me on the wrong day and tell me, man, my dog got ran over. I'm going to be like, it's a dog, you know? I'm just, I'm just not that caring, you know? So it's like, but here's the thing, because I have the ability to not care. Now, the ability to not care is a good principle, and it also can be bad if it gets warped, though. Because sometimes, see, me not caring means I don't care what people think. I'm going to preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. And that's why we don't have a thousand members. But then on the other hand, there's some things I need to care about. Everybody say amen. Amen. And I do need to care what people think. So that thing corrupted, corrupted now, it can either make you or break you. When some people are very compassionate, they're very compassionate, and they they feel that compassion, and, and and they have so much love for people, and that's a good trait. But if it's out of control, it'll cause you to be depressed all the time. Yep. See, the same thing that makes, some people are very giving, very giving, and that's a very good quality. Everybody say amen. Amen. But see, people can take advantage of you mm-hmm. if it's out of control. Amen. Okay, you guys are getting it. So the same thing that makes you, breaks you, stay even, never too high, never too low, and everybody has a meal ticket, meaning that thing that gets you through life. You know, mine is, if I stay cool, I can figure it out. Stay cool. Kitty, the minute you're not cool, your brain shuts off. <laughs> Stay cool. That's your meal ticket. What's your meal ticket? What's that thing that, that God gave you? Or it just could be a trait, but I'm going to say that God gave it to you. 
that gets you through life. And if you do it, you're good. If you don't do it, it just doesn't work out. So all these things, these are just Kenan Proverbs that I live by. And, and my thing is that, and it came from the Lord. Let me show you. Psalm 16, who's reading? Chris, read. Yep. Psalm 16, 1 says what? A miktam of David. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. It says, protect me, Lord. I run to you for safety. Amen. All right, all right. Now, now, here's the thing. We, I run to God for safety all the time. Because the world, not the people are trying to kill me yet, but because it's dark. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. And a lot of times I run to the Lord for safety. You know what I want him to save me from? Me. Amen. All right. Sometimes I need saving from me. Lord, okay, Lord, here I, you know how I get. <laughs> save me from me. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So I run to the Lord for safety. Next verse. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. And so I understand something, that life just doesn't exist. Remember, I think the last thing I said to you guys was before I left, and I went on vacation. It was so great, I didn't want to come back. Uh, um, last thing I told you guys was that God has to be real. He has to be. You know, he's got to be real. So my thing is, only you, Lord. I realize that life just doesn't happen. We don't just wake up and just do life. It, it wasn't some big bang, and then all of a sudden, everybody just started living, and we started having kids. And, and, and life is more than just, just uh, going to school and, and, and thinking you're in love and getting married, having kids, getting them in college, and going on vacations, and buying houses, and getting mortgages, and car loans, and, and then you grow up and you got these great these, these grandkids then you get great grandkids if God can bless you and then you die that ain't that's not just life people it's like man my, the life the life the Lord is everything comes from him and and he constantly is on my mind even when I'm thinking bad so that means that he wakes up with me, he goes to sleep with me, he's always in my spirit. And my thing is, it's like, okay, God, look, everything comes from you. Life just doesn't happen. And this is how I know it's true. You guys are one phone call from your life spinning madly out of control. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it. You're one diagnose, hallelujah, from life just changing. Amen. And then you will realize that, no, life just don't, don't just exist. We need help from the Lord. Everybody say amen. Amen. I talked to so many people now who's had those moments, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I, I need the Lord. Yes, you do, because life just, without the Lord, it's like walking through a dark house with no light on. Amen. I'm not doing it. It's too dark out here, so imagine you're in a strange house, not your house, because I can negotiate my house in the dark. I kind of know where everything is. So when I got to get, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I try not to, when you get older, your bladder. <laughs> so I try not to turn over too much, because if I wake up a little bit, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so then, and so I had to put a nightlight in, because I didn't want to, you know, pee in the garbage. So, so when I get up, and I, and I don't turn the lights on, because you'll wake up. So I yeah. leave it dark, and I kind of find my way like a blind man. It's the bed, it's the end of the bed dresser's here, and I make my way around, running to the door, because I leave it cracked, and then open the door. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, man, walking through life in the dark, that's life without the Lord, man. 
I'm not doing it. How do people do it? How do they wake up every day and just live? And I go, man, you walking through the life in the dark? Yeah. Let, me, let me get off. That's a whole nother message. Go. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. He says, man, I've been watching people, and, I, and these people are very special, and these people are great, and you know what, I know them, and they do a lot for me. He, what he's saying is that I, the magnificent ones, I find happiness in other people sometimes, I will admit it. He said, just the writer is saying, man, other people sometimes make me happy. Next verse. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods. He's like, but you know what? Those people who go after other gods. Now, now, when you always say that, people go, oh, I don't serve any other gods because, you know, I'm not serving Buddha, you know, or, or I'm not serving Baal or I'm not serving Hare Krishna or, you know, I, I'm, I'm not. And I go, those aren't the gods that I think about. I think about the God of work, mm -hmm. the God of relationship. And here's a, here's another guy for you. Anything that has that can be considered an idol to you, they're, they're, see, your children can be gods. Amen. You can love your children so much that they they become idols to you. And that man and your happiness is based on if they're happy or not. Your sadness comes because they're sad. They don't. You don't really run them. They run you. See, this is quiet. I'm sorry. I'm, it's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. I'm not talking about you guys. Hey, Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm talking behind everybody else's back. I'm not talking about you guys. <laughs> it got quiet on me on that one. They're like, man, I, I, love, no, I, love my, I love my kids. I love my kids enough. And mom, three of my kids say I'm a good father, but I do not worship them at all. Amen. I will beat them, but I ain't going to worship them. Next verse, come on. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. See, Lord, you alone are my portion and you're my cup. You, you're it for me. How do I survive down here? Because the Lord is my portion and he's my cup. How do you survive down here? Well, because I work for, no. See, because mm -hmm. they might not need you nor want you. Amen. And then if they throw you away, then what? Your portion's gone. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So here it is, we're a little church in a little town and that no one knows. I love telling people, oh, brother, you're in Detroit. No, I'm not. Hmm. I'm in the great metropolis of Emily City. <laughs> and they go, where? <laughs> where is that? How far is that from Detroit? <laughs> and, and, and it's like, man, I, that means that um, no, nobody here is rich, right? And it means that I'm sure not rich, but man, I live a, I live a pretty good life. You know why? Because I realized something. The Lord is my cup. He's my portion. Amen. And, I, and like a cat, you will always land on your feet. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Always land on your feet. Next verse. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Uh -huh. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. He says, man, surely I live a good life. That's what he's saying, man. I, you know what? I, I, I live a pretty good life. I'm not, I'm not rich. You know, I, I mean, I, I, but my thing is, man, I, I live pretty good. How can and why? Because I know the Lord is my portion. Mm -hmm. I know my father knows what I have need of. I, I don't even really pray for it. I'm too busy praying for people to, to, to understand who God is. Amen. That I don't pray for my bills. You know what? I just pay those. 
Know why? Because my father in heaven knows what I have need of. So why am I going to bore him with what he knows what I have need Hallelujah. Son. Hallelujah. So what are you saying? Well, Kenan, I shouldn't pray for my bills? Yeah, go ahead. But I'm saying spend about three minutes just thanking him. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank you for blessing me. I thank you for keeping me. Now, here's the thing, though, and this, I'm not trying to get your money. If you don't give anything, be careful with that prayer. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Next verse, come on. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. Yeah. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. Mm -hmm. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. That's, that's amazing. It says, you will teach me the right way to live. Just being with you will bring happiness. That's verse 11. Being at your right side will make me happy forever. Just, you will teach me the right way to live. How is that? That means you're a perfect person? By no means. Amen. I, I, had, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I broke their heart because they were, they, they, I'm, I'm like, no. They were like, oh, see, but the, the little baby, they're so precious and they're so, and I go, you know what? There's a lot of little babies around me now. And, man, there's some good-looking little babies in this church. Amen. And we got a bunch of them. Y'all jokers is taking care of business out there. <laughs> there's babies, 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 right, you know? And, I, and, I, and they're, all, I always, they're always on my mind. I always pray for all these babies. And there's some good-looking, because a lot of babies look like aliens. <laughs> you ever seen a bad-looking baby? Come on now. Stop Amen. being so religious. <laughs> and then they bring the baby up, and they... <laughs> oh, that, oh that's, that baby's so precious. <laughs> you guys don't like that. I don't care. There's some funny-looking babies out there, right? Amen. But I think we got some good-looking babies in here, man. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, man, I love these little peanut heads. And you know what? They need Jesus, too. Amen. And people hate it. They hate it. No, not the babies. They're perfect. I'm like them. Take some of the most manipulative little. Yep. I go, okay. What? They go, but see, they cry because they don't have any other way to communicate. And I'm like, you're very true. Yeah, that's very true. You're right. But my thing is that they're because they're, they're trying to manipulate you. <laughs> and that's all they have. See, we're born in sin. Amen. We're, and then we're shaped by the iniquity thereof of life. Mm -hmm. See, we're, we come out perfectly the way God wanted us to, but dirty. And then God has to get a hold to us and do what? Wash us clean. Hallelujah, everybody. And so this nature called sin is always with us. We're always drawn away by our own lust. You can't help it. So all we can do is wish to overcome it and get enough stuff down into us to, to keep away. And then slowly we begin to die from things. Right, right. But let me tell you something. You'll never be perfect. There's only one person that was registered as perfect, and that was Jesus. Everybody else fails miserably. But thank God we got grace and we got mercy. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank God, Father, we got fathers like fathers and, and mothers in here. No matter how upset we get with our kids, we always forgive them. 
you know, and, and, and it's like, man, we thank God that Jesus is at the right hand going, wait a minute, you're a just God. I died for that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. See, Jesus isn't up there going, give them mercy. He's going, no, God, you're just. All that blood I shed was for that. And the guy goes, yeah, you're right. I can't go back on my word. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that because God just went emotionally. He might do something like send rain and drown everybody. He, he might do something like turn everybody to ash. I'm sorry. It's Mother's Day. I got to be. <laughs> All right, let's move forward. Let me get off of that one. Let's go. Chris, are we moving? Go to Psalm 23. Everybody knows this one, but let me show you something. Go. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd, and I will always have everything that I need. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, and I will always have everything that I need. Now, here's the thing. I, I struggle with wants sometimes. Oh, that's another mess. I got a lot of other messages. Come on, Chris. He makes me lie down in green pastures. It says he gives me green pastures to be able to lie in. Because, you know, so that means he leads me to a place that's green. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. How do you stay level? Well, it's simple. The Lord is my shepherd, and, and I don't lack anything. And then he always leads me to places that are green, even when everything else is desert. He'll find an oasis somewhere. So I'm going to stay right here. Hallelujah. I'm not going to get too excited because life won't let me hold that. But I'm never going to be down here. Amen. Never. Because why? Because the Lord is my portion. Yes, hallelujah. Come, oh, come on. Come on, Chris, come on. He leads me beside quiet waters. He leads he re me between, besides calm pools of water. See, shepherds will lead sheep to the right places. Yes, amen. Because sheep, just, they don't, they're not that bright. They just, they just follow the shepherd. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Doing what? Total trust that you're going to get me where I need to get to. It doesn't look good right now. There's no grass to eat. But if I continue to listen to your voice and continue to follow you, you'll lead me to somewhere green and, man, it'll be water there. How do you stay in the middle, Kenya? How do you manage that? Well, because the Lord is my shepherd. Don't you read Psalm 23? <laughs> Come on. He refreshes my soul. He refreshes my soul because sometimes my soul gets stale. Amen. Man, sometimes, man, think of, come on, you guys are so religious today. Sometimes you're just off. Amen. Sometimes it's just rolling down the wrong hill. <laughs> sometimes boo-boo is hit fan. And you're struggling. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. See, you're not always highly favored. Come on, come on. Yep. You're not always blessed of the Lord. No. Sometimes you feel like he don't even love you. Amen. Come on, come on. See, I always said, I want to I pastor a church that's real. Mm. That we take masks off when we come in here. We don't put on masks of holiness. That we admit things so we can get past things. Amen. Amen. I'm not always good, people. I know. Don't leave. Because <laughs> you ain't always good either. Amen. And there's days, there's days when God has to, man, I hate Axe body spray. That's some cheap, stinky stuff, man. And I can smell it a mile away. 
and because Axe body spray, when guys use that, they just spray. Very good cologne, you only need a little bit. Axe body spray, they spray the whole bottle. And whenever somebody walk past, I go, dude, the Axe. Because when sweat hits that, oh, man. And that ain't coming out your clothes. So it's, it's just like, man, some days God has to freshen us up. Amen. He has to, how does he do it? He reminds us Amen. that I am your portion. Come on, come on. See, see, what happens when we begin to get a little off, you know what we're doing? We're forgetting. Amen. We're, 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 our mind is slipping a little bit. We're forgetting who refreshes our soul. We he says, he guides me along the right path for his name's sake, Chris. You know why? Because he has written his name on you. You smell, you belong to him now. You smell like him. When you get really engulfed into the Lord and then the Lord really comes to your life, try to go back into the places you used to go and see how the people will respond to you. Know what they're going to do? They're going to go, what are you doing here? What are you doing at the beer tent? <laughs> you don't belong here anymore. Amen. I'm not saying you'll go to hell for going to the beer tent, but I'm just saying you don't belong there anymore. Hallelujah. What are you doing at this bar? You're one of them Christian people now, aren't you? You smell like Axe body spray. You don't smell the same. You don't, you don't act the same. You, you've changed. And, you, and, when, and the thing is, it says whoever puts their hands to the plow, you can't go back. There's nothing to go back to. There's nothing to go back to. So, Kenny, I'm trying to get you guys to see something. That God changes you from the inside out. But the outside responds to the inward change. Mm -hmm. And you're not perfect at it, but you work at it constantly. Paul says, man, I strive. I claw at it. I, I haven't yet become what I, but I, man, I'm trying to achieve it. Saying that's how Christianity works. It grows in you. So you have to have the ability to forgive yourself when you mess up, because you all mess up, and I do too. And then that'll help you stay in the middle. Yeah. Understanding never too low now because you got guilt. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Understanding this, that you know, who made you God? You think God can't forgive that? get up. You got to get up. You got to learn how to get up. You're going to fall off the wagon. You're going to fall off the horse. And when you do, you have to learn how to get up and dust yourself off. It's a thing in baseball. It's like an unwritten rule. If you watch baseball, you'll see it all the time. Whenever a guy gets on first base and, he, and he's, he's, he's thinking about stealing second, and he'll take a lead off, right? And so he'll take the lead off. And whenever the pitcher goes to first and causes him to slide and get on the ground, he always brushes himself off when he gets up. See, and whenever he, always, he gets rid of that dirt, he's like, you made me slide. You got me dirty, but I'm getting that off of me. You, you have to learn how to get, off, get the dirt off. Because I'm trying to teach you how to stay in the middle. Never too high, but never too low. And one main reason it gets people low it's guilt. You feel the guilt of what you think uh, uh, you did so wrong. That is wrong. 
But God is able. Hallelujah, somebody. And that's what repentance is. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Chris, before we move forward, this is what he's saying. He's saying that if you fall, my name goes down. So I'm going to bless you for my name's sake. Because you represent me, and if you fall, then it's going to look, I'm going to look bad. Mm-hmm. So for my name's sake, I'm going to, hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So I'm like, Lord, thank you, because sometimes I, don't, I might not deserve it, but for your name's sake, though. I'm preaching way better than you know, man. So you're going to bless me for your name, because if I go down, then your name. When they lost the battle with Ai, Joshua went back to the Lord. He says, Lord, what about your name? Your name is going to look bad. And then the Lord says, hey, 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 hold on a second. Let's straighten this out. I'm not going to let my name go bad. Hallelujah, somebody. So you can't fall because he's not going to let your name. He's not going to let his name fall with you. Mm -hmm. All right, come on. Come on, Chris. Where are we? Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Uh-huh. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He says, listen, even though I walk through the darkest valley, sometimes life just gets so dark. And, and sometimes I'm just not going to fear no evil. That's how I'm going to stay in the middle. How? Because I know you're with me. And I know you got this rod and you got this staff. And when I get out of line, it taps me back in place. And then when I begin to drift too far, it straightens me out. Get back over there. Get back over there. When, I, when I'm walking the wrong way and the water's over here, you, you, you take that little hook on it and you grab me by the neck and you pull it back. You know, you ever seen a staff? They all have a hook on it on the end. Know why? That's how they grab the sheep. They grab them by the neck and they pull them back in line. Get back in your rod and your staff. It comforts me. Amen. Because when I begin to slip and I begin to drift, and all, I feel that hook and it'll pull me back in line. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's my comfort. That's how I'm able to stay in the middle. Never too excited. Never in the valley. Balance. Amen. Balance is a sign of maturity. Amen. When circumstances and emotional issues don't drive you to a place you shouldn't be, when, when you begin to deflect a lot of things that used to knock you to the ground. Amen. Amen. Stay in the middle. Chris, come on. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah, I know people don't like you, but that's okay. You prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. I look, the thing about that, prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies, meaning he'll let your life look better than theirs. Man, people have lied on me, told, I don't even know people when they told stuff about me. And it's like, man, but here's the beauty of it. Man, my table is set before you. I live way better than you do. Hallelujah, somebody. Come on, Chris. You anoint my head with oil. Yeah. My and cup my overflows. Cup, it overflows. So why am I so down? Amen. I know why. I know why. It's because of what I think. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting that he's my portion. I'm forgetting that he's my shepherd. I'm forgetting that he has a rod and a staff that comforts me all the time. I'm forgetting. I'm I'm forgetting stuff. I'm forgetting that every good thing comes from the Lord. I'm forgetting that he's my father. He knows what I have need of. So why am I so down? Because I'm, oh, because I'm guilty. Oh, yeah, I know, but, you know, God doesn't, God refreshes guilt. He'll, He'll, He'll spray that off of you. 
get up. So, so stay in the middle. No, I want to really be on fire for God. Try it. Try it. It won't last. It won't last. Amen. Telling you, it won't last. It, it, that's, see, because no matter how on fire you are, your emotions are in there somewhere, and the world is going to eat at your emotions. It's going to pull it down. The world is too dark. These are my proverbs I live by. They got me this far. I look at somebody. Chris, where are we? Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Your goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my life. It'll be with me everywhere I go. See, that'll help you stay in the middle. And I will live in the Lord's house a long, long time. I walk through some valleys that are pretty dark, but thou art with me. You know what faith really is? Faith is not, Lord, work everything out the way I want it to, and I'll be happy about it the way I believe it should go. No, faith is, Lord, no matter how it works out. I'm going to trust you. Amen. Hallelujah. Some wrote or some writers said, went, though they slay me, yet will I trust you. The Hebrew boy said, throw me in, throw me in. He's able to save me. If he doesn't, he was able to. See, that's faith. Amen. Not this American faith. The guy wants everybody in a nice house in the suburbs with SUVs, dogs and cats, and college funds. Really, what, what if that don't happen? Well, that he wants everybody's marriage great and everybody. What if that don't happen? That everybody's kids are going to turn out and they're going to be amazing kids. What if that don't happen? Amen. Then you still have to trust the Lord. Amen. Because let me tell you something. He's not broke. Something else was broke. Right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, come on. I'm almost done. Where are we going, Chris? Psalm 94. Yep. Let's go. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Oh, who will stand for me against these cruel people? Come on. Who will take a stand for me against evildoers? Mm -hmm. Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. Lord, if you hadn't helped me, I would have been toasted. Amen. There's been times in my life where I went, Lord, man, if you weren't there, man, that would have been it. I would have finished me, dude. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it through that. It's like, it's, he said, listen, if the Lord had not helped me, I'll soon, I would be gone to the land of silence. I, I, would, be, I would be done for the Lord helped me. Hey, hallelujah, somebody. Come on, come on. Unless the Lord had given, I'm sorry. Oh. When I said, my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported Whoa, me. Oh, when I started to slip a little bit. Hallelujah, somebody. When I, when it, cause sometimes your footing gets a little unsure and you start to slip and it says, my, when I said my foot is slipping, Lord, you came and you supported me. Hallelujah. Man, I gave my life to the Lord in 1983. And I love him more now. Amen. But wait a minute, a whole lot of life has happened, Kenan. Yep, yep. Um, done a whole lot of ministry, quit ministry at one time, you know. I mean, life just was off and marriages was off. And I mean, and it's like, man, and it's like, man, a whole lot of stuff has happened. I know, but every time my foot slipped, Amen. the Lord was always there to keep me stable. Amen. To keep me some kind of way in the middle. So no matter what was going on, I was never too high because life is cruel. But I was never too low because we should never be there. That's a lack of faith. Amen. So where are you? I'm in the middle. Hallelujah. Come on. 
When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me he joy. He says, and when I was burdened with worries, man, you, com you comforted me and you made me feel secure. Sometimes, man, life gets so burdensome, man. You get so caught up. Stuff just don't work right. And it's just, man, it's just, just not a good time. I was talking to a pastor friend last night. It's like, man, I just had a bad three weeks. Three weeks, just bad. And I'm like, yeah, here's the bad part. You still got to get up every Sunday and say something. Mm -hmm. So you better stay in the middle. Amen. See, because it's, it's been days I've stood up here in a horrible mood. Or life was just not right. But that's not your fault, and I still got work to do. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So you better stay in the middle, dude. There's times when I came and I was happy as a lark. Oh, my God, I just love everybody. <laughs> that don't last. Hallelujah, somebody. That lasts till about Monday. <laughs> it lasts till drop off. Somebody cut me off or something. But it's like, that don't last. That don't last. So it's like, man, okay, well, you better stay in the middle. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. He says, when I was burdened with worries, you comforted me and made me feel better. You just made me feel secure. Thank you, Lord. Worried about everything. And then Jesus, you know what? There's a few times in the Bible where Jesus got a little bent out of shape. And one of them definitely was, he says, man, why do you people worry so much? Man, you worry about everything. What you going to eat, drink, where? You worry about everything. Jesus goes, man, why are you so what? Man, you guys get on my nerves. You pray like people who don't know God. Amen. See, this is how we pray. We pray, we, <laughs> we, we, we pray as if we want God to be as scared as we are. Lord, you got to help me. You got to do something. We want God to go, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, my God, that's so bad. Oh, my God. God is saying, oh, my God. <laughs> and Jesus is going, oh, Jesus. This is really bad. And let me tell you something. When we go to God like that, God goes, what are you doing? Well, I'm worried. This is really bad. This is the big one, Elizabeth. I mean, this is the one that's going to take me out. And God's going, what are you doing? I've given you peace that surpasses all understanding. You. you know what peace that is? That's the same peace that I have. Amen. I've given you my peace. I don't worry about nothing. Amen. Right. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I just have answers. Uh, the world is, uh, uh, they ate from the tree, God. Okay, well, I'm not worried about it. I got answers. Satan wants to overthrow heaven, God. I'm not worried about it. I got answers. Hallelujah, somebody. Your people now are going to die. I'm not worried about it. I got answers. Thank you, Lord. So therefore, it's like, man, I, I was burdened. I was, I was, about to lose my mind, and the Lord came, and he brought me security. You know what he just told me? He just told me simply this. I got you this far. I can take you the rest of the way. Amen. Stay in the middle. Do you trust me? Yeah. Is it an emotional, just you feeling good today? No. 
Are you down in the dumps? No, I'm never down there. I'm not going to disrespect you like that by showing that much of a lack of faith. I'm not going to spit on everything you've done for me by showing that kind of a lack of faith. Hallelujah. One more. Mother's Day gets you to brunch or wherever you're going. Habakkuk 3. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines. Uh, Chrissy said, figs might not grow on the fig trees and grapes might not grow on the vines. Come on. Though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food. Oh, olives, they, they're not growing. The fields not produce no food. I got no corn. I got no beans. I got nothing. Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls. I got no meat. And there ain't no, no sheep in the pen. There's no cattle in the barn. This is somebody who's like, man, life is not good. Everything that I think I need is not there. All the stuff that I worry about constantly isn't there. He says, I got no figs, I got no grapes, I got no olives, I got no animal, I got no cattle. Come on. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. There's always a yet. Amen. Amen. Or a big but that says, I'm going to trust you anyway. So that means when you go to the ATM and you can't even get $19 out because you got to have 20. It means when everything is really looking bleak, man. Do you trust them? I remember one time when I broke my ankle and Courtney was a little baby, Candace was a little. Gordy Kansas was very small. And I broke my ankle. I was, I was playing ball. I broke my ankle. And it was like, man, I, and money was tough and all that. And I remember one time, man, I had my, my house money. I, had, I, I got that. And I'm like, okay, I'm paying my house. And, and the Lord says, no, I want you to give it away. Shut up, Satan. I ain't giving my house payment away. <laughs> I rebuke you. I'm not giving you no, no room to the devil. You know what I mean? And the Lord says, no, it's me. See, because you need to increase. So I'm going to challenge you right now. Because if you won't, if, this is what he told me. He says, if you don't believe me, this was years ago, auntie. We're living on McDougal. He says, if you don't believe me for your house, you'll never believe me for a ministry. And I went, I don't want to believe you for no ministry. <laughs> Says, you know, if you don't believe me for your house, you will never believe me for your ministry. So now, now I'm believing God for two things: my house and this house. Because this house and my house don't run on hopes and dreams. Runs on money. And it's like, I don't want nobody coming in this house and the lights aren't on. And I sure don't want the lights out of my house. So he said, listen, do you got it in you? Can you trust me? He gave it away. And I'm telling you, I don't even know how I made it that year. But, but we did. We did. So now, now, I'm thinking, okay, Lord, well, I got to believe. Well, we got stuff going, stuff, some stuff goes wrong. 
need to get stuff fixed. It costs us quite a bit of money. And I, and I just go, well, just get it. Because I remember years ago when he told me, if I don't believe from my house, how would I ever believe for a ministry? So here we are, so I'm Tell you what, I don't even want to know about it. Just pay it. I don't, I don't want to go over the money. I don't want it to burden me. Just, just do what we got to do. Everybody say amen. Almost done. Come on. The sovereign Lord is my strength. Yeah. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. It's just, man, the Lord gives me my strength. He helps me run fast like a deer, and he leads me safely in the mountains. So you can't stay in the middle when you know that? Isn't that a good middle ground? That no matter what's going on, no matter how great it is, your best day, your best day, you know, oh, the weather's great. I don't have to work. Kids aren't being bad. Grilling was really good. Sitting on a patio with a nice cool breeze, with a shaded umbrella, with a nice lemonade. And all is well. The grass is cut, no weeds, and everything looks perfect. That's a great day. That ain't gonna, that, you ain't gonna maintain that. But then the other thing is, Man, I'm so low, I'm so down, I can't make it. God don't love me. I don't want to go to church anymore. I don't even know if I love the Lord. He doesn't love me. And it's like, man, you're spinning on everything that God has ever done for you. I won't insult him by going low. I know, but there's no figs on the tree. I know. There's no grapes. I know. There's no sheep. There's no cow. I know. But I'm not going to insult him. I'm going to still always give him glory. And man, God knows I've proven it. So what's the, how? how? Well, it's an ancient proverb from Kenan. Too high. I'm not. in the mean. Can remember, always, what's the mean? Well, we got four or five to five. Well, you just stay into that. And I don't care if I'm this high or that low. Stay there. When you get out of the mean, that's when it gets into trouble. But if you could just stay in the, stay in the middle. Stay, stay. You, some of you might go, man, I, don't, I just don't, I'm never, I don't never feel this joy of the Lord. Stop feeling. It's not a feeling. It's not emotional. It's a knowing. I remember my, my mentor used to always tell me, don't you ever tell me you feel led by the Lord. Because I used to hear it all the time. Well, I felt led by the Lord. Well, I felt led by the Lord. He'd tell me, you don't ever tell me that. You need to either know or you don't. Don't give me how you feel, because feelings will trick you. So I don't feel, not feel so great. That's good, but just enjoy the day. But when it comes to the Lord, stay steady. Amen. Never too high, because your emotions are getting involved. Never too low, because your emotions are getting involved. Always remembering that the Lord is your portion. He's your cup. He will lead you to, to, to drink from good water. He will, he will guide you to the place that is green. Hallelujah, somebody. Come on up, come on up. 
So I know, I know, you know, we got people, you know, starting out in businesses. You got, you got to stay in the middle, stay in the middle. Sometimes it's going to look, you just go, sometimes it's going to, the bottom might fall, but you stay in, stay, stay in the middle, stay there. Don't, don't go up there, but don't go down there. Stay here, stay level. Stay, and then, as, as, as then what happens is if God grows you, you go up like that, and then you level back off. Then you go up again, then you level back off. Level off as he takes you up. Level off. Don't go up and die. You won't hold it. You won't hold it. Life is too cruel. But what are you doing down there? We can't go down there. Spitting on everything that God is. So where do you stay? Here. Then um, it'll become your meal ticket. What's your meal ticket? Well, stay calm. What's your meal ticket? I don't care about that. Well, how are you going to figure it out? I'm not. I'm going to let the Lord figure it out. So what if it don't get figured out? guess I'm in the grave then. I don't know. Because it's all grace and mercy anyway. And life is so fragile, it can turn it and blink. So either the Lord's going to bless me or he's not. But he's not, I realized something over the years. He's not going to bless me with what I think I want. He's going to bless me with what I need. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Come on, let's Come on.